Hello and welcome to Manageable Conversations, the podcast where we speak to leaders across industry sectors. In each episode, we'll discover what helped them in their career, how they stay sharp, and ways they get the best out of their teams. I'm Farley Thomas, the founder of Manageable. We hope this podcast inspires you to be a great leader by learning from others. I'm joined today by Andrew Whitehead, CEO of Protein Electric. It's an automotive technology company specializing in developing in-wheel motors for the smart mobility and electric vehicle market. Andrew's been at Protein for over 10 years, leading engineering and business development projects, including the company's entry into the massive Chinese market. He took on the CEO position in late 2019, and given how 2020 panned out, I'm really curious to find out how he led his team through the year. So, Andrew, thank you very much for joining us. What would you say are the highlights of being part of the Protein team? So, Protein, Protein we're, uh, we are on a journey to finish the development of in-wheel motors, which was first started by Ferdinand Porsche back in... 1898 and uh, due to a 100-year interlude when the combustion engine took prominence over electrical engines for driving vehicles, um, that development was stalled uh, but we picked it up just about 10 years ago um, and when we when we finish this uh, effort we'll, we'll have succeeded in completing the commercialization of the technology and in doing so we'll be making electric vehicles better for for the communities that use them and for the planet in general. Fascinating, especially that you're finishing a job started in the 19th century. Um, yes. Brilliant. So, Andrew, if I can turn to the CEO role you have, what um, one or two things stand out as having helped you get this responsibility? Protein is a is an engineering business, but it's also a business, and so it has to eventually... Um, make money and return profits, etc. And um, I, my my background is one of tech technical nature, um, but but also one of understanding business. So so I think there's there's an element of that ability to blend technical understanding with some business understanding that has certainly helped me progress through the business. Then I would say that the other feature is an awareness of managing I, I would say all three directions as I as I call them so managing upwards to to my managers and now and now my board managing your peers and your colleagues sideways um, and then also you know managing the teams that, that report into you to to deliver the activities that you that, that I've been given responsibility with Of these three directions of influence that Andrew has just mentioned, managing sideways is the one that's often not properly valued. Connecting with peers to build coalitions really amplifies your voice in an organization. In fact, some companies are now using organizational network analysis to identify those who are the most connected because they heavily influence the culture. Yeah, so the way you talk about it, Andrew, it sounds like that it's quite a challenging role. What helps you to stay sharp and, 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 and remain fit day in, day out with all of these responsibilities? Um, that is a very good question. There's ebbs and flows in, in business as, as people come against up against things that are outside their comfort zone. So 
I would definitely say having strong team around me um, to rely on is is important. I I also try to keep the outward focus. Um, so so speaking to peers, speaking to customers, speaking to suppliers. You know, not focusing entirely on on on, on internal activities, uh, and then. Also, spending a bit of time with the with the team who are delivering and, and understanding the the good and the bad things that, that those guys um, are, are experiencing. I, I would also say that I tr- I try to r- read a bit and and you know learn new things and educate myself and improve. Thank you for that, Andrew. If you could give people in companies around the world aspiring to be CEO, perhaps one piece of advice. What might that be? I think communication would be my piece of advice. Good, good communication. The ability to communicate your ideas in a manner that are that is well understood by, by the audience. And in that, understand the audience as well. And of course, part of good communication is two-way. You speak through your mouth, but you also listen through your ears. Um, and and that to, listening is also an important part of communication in my view. I just want to pause for a second to really absorb this. What Andrew is saying here is music to my ears. As a leader, you just can't underestimate the value of listening. It's actually one of the three core components for building trust, along with competence and integrity. So the more we really listen, the more we're trusted. And maybe casting your mind back to your days managing teams and not running the whole company. Is there a tip that you you would have for managers out there who want to get the best out of their teams? You know, I'm sure that I didn't understand early enough in my managerial career. You know, the you as a manager have a big impact on the, those people in your team wanting to come to work every morning. Be that how you deal with them, be that how you distribute work to them, be that how often you chat to them, you know, how empathetic you are to them. There's a whole array of different tools that you can pull on. But 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 you the, the first step in doing that is understanding how big an influence that you have on them, on them wanting to come to work. What about something you've you didn't get right along along the way and something that you think if you had your time again, you would do differently? when it comes to leading people and teams i think one one area that i've that i've struggled with is challenging individuals in teams particularly in a, in a technical environment you often come across individuals um who are technically very gifted and and have add value to add but are uh, you know uh, emotionally not quite as intelligent as they are intellectually intelligent uh, and earlier on in my career as, as a manager um, my approach to that was to fight fire with fire and try and win the intellectual intellectual argument and 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 you know overpower the situation, uh, and I've realised over time that that's the wrong approach. It's much better to think of different tactics to engage and use your scope of power as a manager to get those people who are engaged in what they're doing by adjusting the work scope and adjusting who they're working with and adjusting the teams. Thank you for being um, candid about what you've uh, not necessarily got right in the past, Andrew. There's pro- probably a slightly longer list as well, if you, if you ask anybody that I managed. 
I doubt it, Andrew. But actually, what Andrew is saying here about adjusting to others is a really good point. On the one hand, we need to be fair to everyone, but on the other hand, each of us is different. And research on managers of the best performing teams tells us that they're excellent at adapting to each member of the team. So definitely take time to tailor your approach. I'm curious, given the challenging year that 2020 was, is there, is there something, one thing that maybe stands out as a learning for you, having led Protein through 2020? Yeah, I, I think uh, even if you'd asked me a year and a half or two years ago, uh, the, the question at the beginning, uh, my answer would still have been communication. Hmm. And, and we've, we, you know, we doubled down on that this year. So, so it's further reinforced to me the, the need for good communication inside, inside our organisation. I would also say trust is a, is an important thing, and and actually the way that trust works is that you don't you don't receive it. You've got to give it out first, and that, and then you hope that it comes back your way. And, and I think that all organisations or many organisations didn't trust their employees quite enough, and and it's been a remarkable what what the team has been able to do remotely with kids running around and, and all the challenges that we've faced, and and. I probably reflect thinking, actually, we should have trusted you guys, the collective team, uh, uh, you know, more sooner. Yeah, and hopefully that trust will stay. Yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, it's it's part of a complex mix of things that you need to get right in a business to 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 make it all work. But um, yes, if we can build on that trust and deliver other things that we've got to do. Uh, it'll make for a much more powerful organisation. Enjoy the rest of your day, Andrew. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. Good to speak to you. If you enjoyed this manageable conversation, there are many other perspectives we offer our community of managers worldwide who coach and individuals from all walks of life who benefit from being coached. That's all from me. I'm Farley Thomas. Until next time.